Hey, 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 hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hopefully you guys are outside enjoying the beautiful day out. Oh. What did you do? Well, it's very wobbly. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you always got to check those before you go. I know I should. You know, you got to remind me of you know, this. this uh, got to oh, remind uh, you of everything. Everything. Yes, you do. I'm just kidding. Yes, you do. No, 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 no. That's good. <laughs> As I tell everybody, I have a very good memory, but it's very short. <laughs> <laughs> so, just like a dog, you know, they, they, um, you, you tinkle on this tree. Somebody's had to left the leg done, down, and they take two steps away. They forgot they tinkled on that tree. So, oh, but anyway, hopefully everybody is doing good out there and you're having a great time. Boy, I tell you, you can't beat the weather Friday, Saturday, and today. It's just simply awesome. So hopefully you're not overdoing it. That's what I worry about as all you guys. You know, now that it's nice, you're out there running, you're out there stretching, and then you're bringing the dog with, and both you guys have been couch potatoes, you know, all winter. And so you got to really remember, please remember to ease into exercise for yourself and for the dog. Don't be pitching that uh, uh, softball, yeah, that tennis ball, you know, like 5,000 times for that dog. They are out of shape, and so that's where you're going to hurt your dog. You're going to pull the shoulder. You can blow an ACL, especially if the dog's overweight. So you got to be really, really be careful. Just ease into it. Instead of pitching it 10 times, pitch it four times and stop. Move on to something else. Maybe in about 5, 10 minutes, pitch it two more times, and then move on to something else and and then teach a trick. Uh, I know that's not as fun, but you just, you got to... Uh, you got to ease into it because I can bet you Dollar to Donut says there's going to be a lot of, uh, uh, tomorrow, there's going to be a lot of dogs going to the vet going, whoa, we pulled this or did that or the dog is, you know, limping like a son of a mule because you overdid it. So please take it easy because it, you know, if you're running, you know, you're running on a straight path, but dogs, you know, they got to run 100 out to get that ball, stop, you know, jerk, come to a slide and stop, pick up the ball, pivot, and then kick off and then come. Just think if you'd do that. I mean, it'll just, uh, yeah, how, how hard it would be on your body if you just got off the couch and now you're doing that, you know, you know, 10, 15 times. So please take in consideration. Not, I mean, I know the dog will do it, but do, should he do it? So please, please take care of the puppers. You know, don't let them overdo it. Give them a couple weeks to build into their, build up to their endurance, just like with you. So, okay, Carly, can you see me? I can. Can you see me? Bling, you bling, are bling, so bling, shiny bling, over bling. there. Isn't this something? Yeah. I am just so tickled. It's just unbelievable. I, and in the sun, when you were coming up the stairs, Dr. Jess and I, the sun hit, uh, hit my, they were in my, uh, your bag. Bag, yeah. Yes. Well, the sun hit it just right as you're cut up the stairs, and I said, ooh, look at it. It cascaded the red, white, and blue on the yeah. wall. I was like, this is so cool. Uh, my neighbor gal across the street, she makes headbands or bandanas that she blings out for motorcycle riders, you know, to keep your hair from flying all over the place. And I had made a comment on it, like, wow, they are just beautiful. And so then we somehow got into talking, and I said, oh, I got to bring out my headphones. And she said, well, bring it on over. And so anyway, she, uh, by Jiminy Christmas, I gave it to her like 9 o'clock Friday night, Saturday morning at 8. She says, come on over and take a look at it. And I'm like, look at this. So you look at the things in the ears. And so there you go. I should have you put them on so I could see what it looks like from across the you know, because the way the lights sit it on top, I'm oh, sure yeah. that it kind of really blinks. It's I'm not sure what it's called. So is it called Silverian Crystals? Something um, like that. It, I don't know, Doctor Jess. You know what they're called? Yeah, she goes. Wait a minute. We interrupted our. Knitting. Is that the Swarovski? I can't say it. Swarovski. Oh, something, okay. something like Maybe that. Some, I know some word. I can't. I'm like it's as close it, as I can get. Okay. Yeah, they're crystals, and so they just bling. You know, the other ones that I tricked out that I just used ones that she asked me. I had ones that had the silver back, and I said, "Yeah." 
And she just kind of shook her head. <laughs> I said, I've got a lot of those left over from doing the other ones. And so anyway, so I was just, I gave her what I had, but she didn't use it. And I can understand why now after seeing these, I mean, those are look like, you know, they just got out of the trash can compared to what these are. <laughs> They're very shiny. I mean, so, in the lights, it yeah. looks like you're the top of your head. Yeah, It looks like you have like. A headband that has lights on it because it keeps cool. going back and forth. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the really effect cool. we were going for. It was, it's really cool. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Maybe you've got to take a picture. Take a picture of me so I can see what take I look a, like. Take no, it, so a see. video. A video yeah, yeah. would be better. There you go. So I can yeah. see. See, we could. Too bad we don't have a. You're gonna just keep nodding <sighs> your head the whole day, aren't you? The whole time we're on the show. Have a bobble yeah. head. <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. See, can you yeah. see me? Can you see me yeah. now? Okay. Oh, see, I'm trying to look in the mirror. That's in here. Yeah, I can see my little blingies. Oh, that. Look at that. Okay. Well, besides me being a bobblehead today, <laughs> because I'm so excited about my blinged out headset. Uh, yes, we got Dr. Jess Holistic Vet in the studio today. So uh, if you've got your pet questions, your vet questions for your pets, please call them in. It's, you know, it, she can help you out and... Uh, and then you don't have to try to get in because she's pretty busy too. We're all kind of busy. We had a, a, a whole, uh, pet nutrition class yesterday and we had about 15 people that came. Now I want to thank everybody that did come. It was great. Got to meet some of the pre- people that listened to the list, uh, listened to the show. And we had one gal that I didn't get her name. Uh, she had uh, raised uh, Persian cats and she stopped. She was a good question person. I like, we love it when people ask questions because, you know, everybody has different questions and different takes on things. So that was, she was a good question there. So thank you all for coming on out. And then, uh, then just got to, Dr. Just got to come back in today. And so I, in the parking lot, I said, say, hey, I haven't seen you for a long time. <laughs> Not even 24 hours later. So anyway, so hopefully you got some questions for us as I sit and try to bling my head, bobble head. And pretty soon Carly's going to be saying, stop it. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, anything new this week, Carly? No, not okay. really. Okay. Um, you know, just the countdown kind of started for me going back to school because it's, let's see here, um, like 22 days away now. Oh. So. So then you'll be walking in like a zombie? Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, call in, call in your questions. 651-641-1071. That's 651 641 Six five one six four one one zero seven one. See, I can't. My brain. I was like, doesn't good. go you things slow. You know, when I I'm, if I say rattle yeah. it fast, I do it. But when I gotta slow it down, it's like oh, 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 oh. so. Yeah. So give a holler. Great. Remember, Doctor Jessica Levy, holistic vet, is here, and myself. And so we got anybody online? Yes, we do. We have Meg. All right, we and got Meg. Meg has a question about canine papilloma. Oh, canine papilloma. Hi, Meg. How you doing? Hi, good, Katie Canine. How are you? Good, good. So, what kind of pupper do you have? We have a one-year-old golden retriever. Okay, and have you had it since a pup? Um, yes. Okay, okay. And then what food are you feeding? Um, we're feeding him pure Vita. Oh, excellent. Ducking green lentils. Okay, mm-hmm. and so now have you been rotating that, not just always ducking lentils? Um, we've tried a few, but he's only been on the duck and green lentil now for maybe about six months. Okay, yeah, that's way too long. You need to, with every bag, you get it, you feed a different protein. All right, because okay. it's mm-hmm. really important. That's part of the you know helps the digestive system be, you know, a rock a gut. Is that mm-hmm. they got they got to have rotation, 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 and that's to, every time you get a new bag, it should be a different. You know, you want three formulas to rotate through. But anyway, okay, oh, let's okay. Let, let's get Doctor Jess on the line here. So, a canine papilloma. What you got to say there, Doctor Jess? Well, well, tell us a little bit about it. Like, sure. How was, how was your dog diagnosed? What does it look like, etc. Sure, yeah. So, um, actually, this is his second round of it. Um, the first time he had it, we noticed that he had um, little warts on his gum line. And then um, the reason I even 
um, found it on his paw was because over the winter he was running outside and, um, and his paw started to bleed and I realized there was a little wart on his paw. So I took him into our vet and um, they said, well, we should just surgically remove this one on his paw because throughout the winter it'll just keep breaking open and, and you'll have that to deal with and then we'll get rid of the one on his lip as well. And they said, once they get it once, they should never have it again. Well, here we are a few months later and he's got a really large one, I would think like bigger than a pea on his lip. There's one underneath his chin. There is one on his back paw again and then he has one that's kind of tucked into his gum on the front side too. So, and they look like kind of like cauliflower-ish warts. Mm-hmm. And they're just, but I mean, obviously very unsightly. And um, being that they are, um, they can spread so easily to other dogs, he hasn't been able to be all of that social while he, you know, while he has these. So, mm-hmm. that, that just, is it like a wart or what? what is it like? What is pa- papilloma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, okay. it's a viral wart. Oh, a viral, you ever okay. seen horses with papillomas? No. Foles will get them and they get oh, yeah, all I've seen their them. muzzles. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah they're kind of grayish. We sometimes. just call them warts. Yes, well, the technical term is papillomas. Okay. <laughs> okay. So is your, is your dog a fashion model? <laughs> a fashion model? He could be. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, so I mean, your dog is not concerned about his appearance. So the fact that the warts right. are unsightly is kind of meaningless when it comes to possibly mm-hmm. when it comes to humans too i don't know um so uh but the lack of socialization can be an issue you know not being able to play with your buddies so the the warts are um just part of his body's detoxification probably from his vaccines right and this is why thuya is the most common homeopathic remedy that's used uh for vaccinosis because it's also one of the big wart remedies um hmm. Yes. So I think, you know, so the solution is obviously not to, you know, cut them off or burn them off or whatever, because it's something that his body is doing from the inside out where it's pushing stuff to the surface. Mm-hmm. So um, I would just, you know, because it's a virus and it's kind of a contagious thing. So why not work on improving the state of his immune system and helping him detoxify from his vaccines and then the words will go away. Huh. Okay. How does that sound? That's good. So now what should you do? So is he on any supplements? No. Okay. Has he ever been on antibiotics while he's been a child? Yes. (laughs) Okay. See? Don't do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So so (laughs) you're trying to figure out all of his digestive issues. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you hold that thought because we got to run the break and then, so don't hang up. We're going to come back and we'll give you a wealth of knowledge to help get that pupper better. Okay. All right, let's see. What? Well, I don't have my glasses on. I wonder I can't see. <laughs> it's like, I can't see it. Can't see it. Okay, here we go. Let's see. I, George, I finally finished raking the yard. And James, what do you think he said? I finally, I finally finished raking the yard. And James said, we'll be right back. Hey, hey, thanks for staying tuned in to the KDK9 Show and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. Got Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet. So please call in your questions, 651-641-1071. So George said, I finally finished raking the yard. What do you think James said? I have no idea. You have any idea? No. That's a relief. Oh, <laughs> that's a okay. relief. Relief, get it? I get it. I, I get that one. The yard. That's I get a that one. Relief. That's a good one. There I like that go. one. That's All pretty right. clever. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Come yeah, again. Yeah. I'm going to be here next Sunday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, we're talking to Meg, and she's got a dog uh, golden retriever with canine papilloma, and so now we got to fix the dog from the inside out. Yeah. So, um, what was that about his digestive problems? You said. 
Oh, just that, well, he had chronic diarrhea for, I mean, most of his puppy, you know, first few months of his puppyhood. And um, did, they did, he, given... did he get vaccinated while he was having diarrhea? Yes. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. so then what, what did you do for the diarrhea? Um, they had, they had given us, um, antibiotics and things like that. And, you know, I'm a little bit more, I, I feel like I'm a little bit more of an informed dog owner now when it comes to his health. Um, and Katie Kane and I have talked, um, a couple times now okay. about it. So, um, so yeah, so we really just figured okay. out that, um, that this food that he's on now is really, it has, has been the cure. Okay. Okay. But, but, um, like Katie was saying, that's only going to get you so far because at some point his immune system is disturbed enough. He's going to start to react mm -hmm. to that food too. So Mm -hmm. now is your opportunity to build variety into your feeding program. At the same time, go to a pet food store or a health food store and get yourself two different probiotics and start replenishing this dog's bacterial systems. So the Mm -hmm. bacteria in our guts are not there to cause us infections they are a big part of our immune system and if you've ever been on antibiotics you need to seriously replenish the bacteria so Mm -hmm. a lot of times i'll have people get two different probiotics they each need to have different kinds of bacteria and billions with a b billions of bacteria per dose and you give the dog a dose of each one so he's getting two different probiotics and i will have people do this three or four times a day it doesn't have to be evenly spaced out because this is real life. We all have other things to do. But you can just mm-hmm. put the probiotics, like, you know, open a capsule or put a tablet or sprinkle the powder onto a little blob of cottage cheese or a little blob of leftovers or something like that. So it's mm-hmm. a good way to start giving him some real food. And also, you need to get bacteria back in there because his immune system is what's going to get him over these warts. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that's like the first thing I would do. The second thing that I would do is, um, I, is he, is he neutered yet? Yes. Okay. So he's had surgery with anesthetic agents and all these drugs that also need to be detoxified. I would probably do a course of activated charcoal. And that is something that you can buy at any health food store. It comes in capsules. People take charcoal to detoxify themselves because toxins will adsorb to the charcoal. Mm-hmm. And so basically you take the capsule, uh, do not open it, and you put a little bit of coconut oil or butter or something on the capsule, and that you do kind of shove down his throat. Because you want to okay. give that without food. Um, and I would do that once a day for like probably six weeks with this dog. Okay. So that'll kind of tell you how many capsules you need to get. Okay. Um, if he's not on a, a whole food supplement... Uh, this is your opportunity to get one on board. Okay. Um, and there are bunches of those uh, available. What you're looking for is something that's going to provide vitamins and minerals, but that is from um, a food source, so not synthetic vitamins. So okay. like a good example would be the Bixby Pet uh, digestion formula for this dog. Bixby okay. Pet is a supplement uh, supplement company that makes medicinal mushroom supplements that are organically grown and processed in the United States. Mm. And, uh, and it, they work very well. So it's made from a variety of medicinal mushrooms and mushrooms provide tons of minerals and antioxidants. So that's kind of what you need. So I would start with those few things. Okay. 
Okay. And, and then, maybe, like you. I say, start adding more to the diet. You know, if you got to have pizza and you got maybe a little bit of crust left over, throw it in a bowl and give it to them. You know, you're, like she just mentioned, do it in cottage cheese, put some mm-hmm. your supplements yeah. in. And if he's had digestive issues, cottage cheese for some reason, yes, I know it's dairy, but it really sits well with a lot of dogs. I guess it's just bland enough. Uh-huh. That it doesn't or bother. canned pumpkin or sweet potatoes, yeah. you can use that too. Yeah, so. and 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 just you know, just kind of monitor the warts, but I wouldn't get hung up on them. He might okay. even produce a whole bunch more of them, as his immune system says. Oh, now I'm finally getting the fuel that I need to dump some toxins. I'm going to mm-hmm. push a whole bunch more stuff to the surface, and then they should go away. So at the same time, you could also go to your local health food store. Um, whether it's you know Whole Foods, Vitamin Shop, Co-op, something like that, and get the homeopathic remedy Thuya, T-H-U-Y-A or T-H-U-J-A. Um, and it'll be in a 30C potency. And just give him two of the little pellets in there um, uh, it, uh, in his food. And I would probably do it uh, every day in the morning. And uh, I don't know how long you're going to have to do it for. You're going to have to see. Yeah, okay. And then, or you can give a Jack's help because you can get a hold of you if she wants to, needs a little bit more help. Uh, through my website at holistic-vet-care.com is the easiest way. Okay. So, but, yeah. uh, but I would start with those things because it's like, you know, so now it's like, so you've been through all the vaccines and he's been neutered, blah, blah, blah. So now is your time to kind of settle down and clean up your dog's system while he's still young. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you need to read the book Shock to the System to see what uh, vaccines you want to do, if any, again. Okay. Because okay. remember, the only vaccine that's required by law is rabies, and you can mm-hmm. do tighter testing on that because that's all part of the puzzle. You know, you can get your dog perfect, and you can t- you can eat anything and everything, and there's no you know uh, you know diarrhea problems or anything like that. All of a sudden, you get you know a buttload of shots, and then guess what? You're back mm-hmm. to square one again. Yeah, and also right. come to think of it, you got to pay attention to to chewy things and treats. So make sure that you're, because a lot of times people f- feed a fantastic diet and yeah. then the treats are just full of garbage. Yeah, use so, veggies, all kinds. Yeah, you got to read your ingredients. <laughs> yeah. Okay, does that help you, kiddo? Yes, thank you so much. Well, good luck, take yeah, care. Keep thank us you. posted, bye-bye. All righty then. Yeah, it all comes down to digestive with us, you know, humans. You know, it all comes down to what we eat and mm-hmm. uh, the junk we put into our system and such like that. And you see how it's all part of the same story, right? Yep. So the dog's digestive issues are not separate from the warts. No. Nope. Because your immune system is living in your guts. So it all boils down to the immune system. There you go. Mm. Okay, who's up next there, Missy? Missy okay. Carly. Yes, yes, yes. We have Marie. Like my headset? Bling, I do, bling, I do. Bling, I keep on bling, staring bling, at it. Bling. You're distracting me. There we go. Uh, we have Marie, Maureen on the line, and she has a question about her dog being aggressive. All right. Hey, Maureen, how you doing? Hi there, I'm great. Good, good. Yeah. What kind of pupper do you have? I have a nine-year-old lab. Okay. And he's very healthy ever since we fixed his diet and took him off grains. and Excellent. Excellent. So what's um, going on? He is, after I, after being a very friendly dog most of his life, now that he's getting old, he's getting a little crotchety. Right. He, I can't take him to the dog park off leash anymore because he is getting very aggressive with other animals. And you then even we walk him on a leash, we walk by another dog and he's snarling and showing his teeth and his hair is raising. Yep. And 
just came out of nowhere, and I'm not sure how to control it. Well, guess what? It didn't come out of nowhere. It's from going to the dog parts over and over and over again. This is exactly what happens. The dogs get to get, it's hard work making uh, friends and and belonging part of a pack, okay? And so the thing is, is that dogs after, oh, two and a half, three years old, start getting more crotchety uh, with other dogs if they're allowed to go to a dog park after dog park. I mean, even if it's two times, only a two times a week. Some people do it five days a week. But this is what exactly happens. They get sick and tired of their own kind of ranking and trying to prove that, you know, he's number one or two or three or four. So they basically, they just get to the point where, as you know what, I don't like any of you guys, so just stay out of my face and space. And so this is a this is a byproduct of dog parks and doggy play groups. And so from here on out, that dog can never go to ever ever a doggy play group or dog parks. And then when you go on walks, they cannot meet any other dog. It's not your dog is not people that go around. Can I dogs meet? Can I dogs meet? No, no dog gets to meet another dog unless there's going to be future play dates. Because once again, it's hard ranking. It's hard being a dog on who's going to be one, two, and three. The best thing in the whole world for this dog, hopefully, maybe if he's not too bad is that you can have family friends co-workers neighbors that there's a dog you know one or two dogs that he gets along with and then they yeah. can then you can have a little play dates with them but you don't the dogs get so overwhelmed at dog parks and when the dogs are younger it's kind of like us when we're younger it's just like we can take anything and when nothing really bothers us it's kind of like oh the more the merrier let's go well then as we get older it's be, we get to the point where as I don't like this. I think I just want to maybe go to the movies with two people, not 10. Or I don't want to go to a, a, a party. I don't want to go to a party, you know, with a hundred people. I just want to go to a party that maybe has five. And so the, that's, that's the big thing with that. And, and so that it's been created by going to the dog parks and P and the owners don't understand how dogs think and how they socialize and just think it's really cool to see their dog run and run and run with other dogs. So. Right, And so that's why, yeah, so you just got to stop and then just start playing with your dog, having fun with just you and him and maybe another dog or two that he gets along with. Okay. 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 Second okay. question. Okay. Hold on. We got to go to, we got to run to break. So hold on and I'll answer it when we get back. Okay. Okay. Ready for this? What do tr- trees put on their salad? What do trees put on their salad? That would be Katie Canine. Thank you for joining in. I really appreciate it. Okay, what do trees put on their salad, Carly? Do you see my bling now? See my bling? See my bling? Okay. <laughs> you're, get, you're distracting yourself. Um, they put, they put, I don't know. What do you think? Croutons. Croutons. <laughs> <laughs> what do trees put on their salad? Dressing. Branch dressing. Branch dressing, oh. okay. Branch dressing. Right. That's pretty, that's kind of clever. Oh, yeah, I, I guess, thought so. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, no, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Onward and upward. Okay. We're talking to Michelle, right? We're talking to oh, Maureen. Maureen. Yes. Yes, M-M-M. yes. Yes. Okay. Hey, Maureen. Okay. Uh, you got another question you said? Yeah. Um, I work with a rescue group and I uh, bring in foster puppies usually in the summer. I'm a teacher, so I have summers off. Mm-hmm. That my crabby lab is going to be okay with that? Who knows? You're just going to have to introduce them, uh, not on his territory, introduce them down the street or whatever type thing and just see what his, what his thoughts are. There's no there's no guessing on this, so you just have to try it out. And there might be some he'll be okay with and some he wants to pound. 
you know, that's just the way it is. And so you just got to work with it. And then, you know, if he starts to growl, you know, don't yell at him and, and be freak out. Ah, 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 be nice now. Be nice. You be nice. Be the calm, you know, the calm one here. You want a do- dog to growl because that tells you what they're thinking. They're not happy with the situation, right? And then if, as it amps up, then the bite will come. So what you want to try to do is intercept when you can hear the growl. Hey, 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 you be nice. Be nice. And then redirect. Oh, what's this over here? What's this over here? And then you could try, like, you know, like, see, so you get a new uh, a dog that, you know, might come into foster care. Uh, go for a walk, you know, where he can, they can kind of size each other up, you know, type thing. And then let them yeah. touch noses. But usually what gets most dogs ticked and what is when a dog goes to the hardware department and lingers. <laughs> that causes a lot of fights. You know, just a quick sniff and a, uh, keep on going. That nine times out of ten will be okay. But if they linger back there, then that's a lot of times that will cause some fights. So what you okay. have to do, you have to know your dog and then. The dog, the dog that you're getting from foster care, you have to get them. Be ha- you, they have to be. You have to let them know what kind of personality that you will hopefully blend with yours. Obviously, a jumpy, jumpy, brassy, brassy dog will not get along with your dog. He'll, he'll automatic. His automatic reaction would be to take him down a notch. You know, knock it off, stop, be still. Okay. Yeah. So what you want to do is get one that's just kind of just a, you know just easygoing and non-confrontational. All right. And so that's what you've got to look for. And then, like I said, there's no no telling. Uh, and if you want to, then keep your dog on a leash so you know what he's up to, and make sure you don't restrain him. All right. You don't hold him back because that will make him more aggressive. Have the right training collar on so that if he, you know, he's one thing to go sniff and then back out of there right away. Don't let him come together and get all the sniff he's done. No, you let him sniff for a little bit, then you step away. Let him, you know, kind of hang out where, you know, somebody's with one dog, you're with the other dog. And then, you know, where you're just kind of sitting there talking, whatever type thing. And then the, as the dogs start being disinterested in each other, okay, then you can let them touch noses again and then go sit down. And so, like I said, you just do baby steps. You just don't throw them together and say, okay, everybody get along. Okay? Okay, got it. Thank you very much. Good luck, kiddo. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yep, folks, uh, that, beware, I'm telling you. Like I said, I hate dog parks. Excuse me, I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. And like I said, that's the best thing in the world. I never had to deal with all the problems I'm dealing with now with the, you know dogs becoming very reactive to their own kind like they do now. Not because there's more dogs, but the thing is, is that because of the stupid dog parks and people just keep bringing them and bringing them, trying to tire them out, where the best thing that they can do is go for a walk with you. You teach them tricks. Uh, you do maybe some mini agility with it, do a nose work. Be with your dog. Play with your dog. Just don't, you know, your dog doesn't need to, your dog gave up the a four-legged pack to become part of your two-legged pack, all right? And this is what we just heard from this caller where her dog now has become reactive to her own kind. That's what happens um, as a dog ages and keeps going to dog parks and the fights start getting worse. The younger ones, you know, like eight months to maybe about a year, year and a half, but they're a little, but then as the more they go and the older they get, then all of a sudden things are going to happen. Okay, who's up? Actually, I'm going to do, we had a caller that called oh, in okay. and um, she lost her dog. Uh-oh. It's a five pound chihuahua. It's tan and, it's a tan and white female. All right. Um, it escaped Thursday and it headed east from 82nd in Portland and was last seen at 84th and 15th Avenue. 84th or 15th Avenue in Minneapolis? She yeah she just gave me the streets. Okay, okay. Um, she said though, if you do see this dog, please call nine five two nine zero five six zero nine one. Okay, 
Okay, and then also hopefully she can, maybe you can call her back and tell her to put it on Lost Dogs, yeah. MM, the Facebook, because boy, they reunite. Uh, that's a big network, very big network. And a lot of times, too, it would show, you know, dogs that are flighty that take off like that, yes. you can't approach them. You just walk towards them and they're going to take off. And the best thing you can do is just sit down, be still, and have your side to the dog or your back to the dog and have hot dogs or something real stinky, and the dog can't help but want to come up to you. <laughs> but anyway, but don't chase them. Everybody figures, oh, they're right there i'm gonna grab you right and then all of a sudden the dog ducks and then let you want to keep luring them in with tiny pieces of hot dogs or remember kentucky fried chicken original recipe debone it nuke it that smell dogs cannot resist it they if something's warm and the wind is right and that's what you got to look at is where's the wind coming from so it'll blow it into the dog's face right kind of like whoa what do you got over there that they just have to and if you just sit and be still all of a sudden the dog is right there and he does maybe feed him off your leg or feed him off your knee and and then all of a sudden the dog is not as you know worried they gotta you know they gotta warm up is what they gotta do so yeah and that's with any you know any, but you know shelties are kind of flighty there's there's many different breeds i mean you don't have to have be a specific breed but it has to do with the personality right and so and then when they're out of their element they get scared they even want to they're not sure where they're going they're not paying attention and so then they get lost lost <laughs> so yeah lost dogs mn is what you want and so hopefully we can get her get those two put back together yes okay who's up okay we have jerry on the line and jerry has a question about um her dog that's aggressive to men okay. then she also had a question about hemp okay but she'll explain a little bit more okay hey jerry how you doing Hi, Katie. Hi, hi. Um, I I have a dog that I'm a pet sitter, and I have a dog that I walk. Okay. And this, this dog is a puppy mill dog, and now he's nine years old, and he has aggressions towards men. All right. What kind of dog? He's a Bichon. A Bichon? Okay. Okay. And then um, what, what's happening? I mean, does he go and seek and destroy the men, or is it yeah. only if, if they come to him? Uh, both. Um, when I'm on a walk with him, he wants to go attack them and, of course, bite him on the ankle. Um, the owner has said that he doesn't like her dad, her boyfriend, and the brother. So in immediate family, he's fine, but she wanted to put him down, and I suggested giving him another chance to go to a rescue group. Mm-hmm. And um, so I finally found somebody that's willing to take him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not sick. That's just what he's, his nature is right now is right. men. So, um, I'm wondering if a training, a remote training caller would set him back. Well, I guess what I would do is if, uh, take this dog through obedience class so he can be around other people and other dogs, but start to learn something in his head. You know what I mean? He'll sit down, stay, stay would be a big one. Just putting some something into his head that he's got to think about, focus on, and hold a thought instead of just kind of being, you know, through life, you know, going wherever he wants or 10 to 1, this dog probably slept in bed with them, did it? You know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, um, because a lot of times. divorced. Okay. No. Because because a lot of times some of the problems are accentuated or enhanced, I should say, by what's happening at home. Like if they are allowed, if you've got a brassy dog and is sleeping in bed with the you know the human, no. When a brassy dog sleep on the floor or sleep in the kennel, they do not sleep with their owners. But that's a right that could be earned late down the line. And then like when he goes for a walk, he needs to have some. He needs to be uh, uh, have some. Uh, what, what do I want to say? Not uh, 
he has a norm where he walks on a loose leash next to you, you know, where he's thinking, he's holding thought, he's focusing, he's not pulling and going here and going there and going here and going there. You know, a dog that has an attitude like that should never be allowed to scan in front so that he can go, oh, I don't want that. And you know that there's a guy I'm going to go, I'm going to go nail him in the ankle. Okay. You know, he, the dog needs to have structure. That's the word that I was looking for. Needs to have structure and you have to get the head, you know, start thinking and paying attention and, uh, and earn things i mean this dog needs to be you know sit to be petted sit for his dinner uh you know just things some organization and so then he doesn't just take uh, you know be willy-nilly and decide he's going to take this out and that out whereas he's making the decisions instead of following directions right okay so then he pretty much has to be retrained yep Mm-hmm. Well, he has to be given something to think about instead of just running nilly nilly, you know what I mean? And going doing his thing, <laughs> you know, well, he's got, he's, she has a retractable leash, which I'm not fond of using those. No, you know, you don't um, have, we see retractable leashes. The only place that belongs is in the garbage. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> or in the backyard, if your dog, you don't want your dog to poop on the leash, but otherwise that dog, that leash should never be out in public. Never, ever. I don't care people why I lock it. No. No, 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 because you can't train with them. You can't, you know, uh, right. yeah. So the whole thing is, is that this dog needs organization by going through some kind of, you know, uh, you know, organized uh, uh, training. And then the person who has it following through. And I think you could get this dog a lot better. I think his ego has just gone through the roof. And so he's picking and choosing who do you, he decides he's going to want to nail. All right. That's, that's true. He is. And then the other thing is I was suggested to give him hemp. Okay. Which we're calming down. Okay. Well, well, why don't we talk about that? We got to run to break and then we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk campy. All right. <laughs> so to, don't hang up. We're going to come back. All right. Okay. What's a plumber's favorite vegetable? What's a plumber's favorite vegetable? We'll be back. Hey, thanks for listening to the Katie Canine Show. I got Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet here to answer your dog questions or pet questions, uh, vet questions. There you go. What's a plumber's favorite vegetable? Think about it, think about it, think about it, think about it. Um, um no. plums? Well, that's kind uh, of, I thought. don't know. What do you think? That's no, not a vegetable, though. Way that's too many fruit. risky answers. Pol- I'm not even pol- going down that road. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. No. What's a plumber's favorite vegetable? A leek. A leek. Oh, I forgot uh, about those. That's pretty clever. There you go. A leek. L-E-E-K. Ta-da! All right, let's get back to Jerry. Jerry's with us. Hey, Jerry, where are you still hanging in there? I'm still here. Good. Okay, so you got a question about hemp. You're on Dr. Jessica Levy. Thank you. You bet. Um, so uh, the CBD oil products and all the ones made from hemp are very popular. Uh, because okay. because they were um, like sold over the counter right away, uh, nobody is going to do any research on them. Okay. Because there's not money to be made. All right. And so uh, basically you're just kind of, you know, people are starting to use them for various things, whether it's allergies or seizures or anxiety or thunderstorms or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And, and I think, you know, I'm just kind of, you know, hearing from people whether it's working or not. So I haven't prescribed them. I don't know much about those products uh, because okay. there's there's not been any research done and there's not going to be so. Because you could go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com. They've been doing a couple articles on it now, okay? Yeah, I mean, I, I, did, I did some research on the internet, but basically all the websites that I found that were like, oh my God, it's so awesome, were websites that were selling it. And okay. so it's like, 
that's not objective. Well, no, that, you know, that's yeah. very, you're very much so. so. Yeah. Oh, that, and then maybe healthypets.mercola.com. You know, they might be selling it too. But oh, uh, Google yeah. it and just kind of see. But mm-hmm. that is too, because I, I've heard a lot of, oh my goodness, it worked for this, it worked for that, it was great. But yeah. there's different qualities of that. And so that's what you got to pay attention to also. You know, you got your cheap side and, you know, uh, maybe right. not uh, totally yeah, pure I, I think or it, whatever. Yeah, if you're going to use any kind of herb. <clears throat> medicinally mm-hmm. it better be organic all right right don't organic. don't take something therapeutically that's had roundup sprayed on it oh there you go there you go that's um, smart but the thing too like so this little dog that you're describing i mean i've had yeah. two i've had two dogs that this dog reminds me of right my little terrier ariel oh ariel and now i have patrick yeah. who was on his way to be euthanized because he was very aggressive and bit everybody without discrimination uh-huh. um and really you know they just need training it, they need yeah. time and they need training. Yep. So take I will take. I will let the foster home that's going to take him, and you know maybe suggest that that he needs retraining because I don't well, think that, yeah, it's, it's not even retraining. He needs training. Training period. Right. <laughs> Nobody I yeah, think has taken the time to train him. And the thing is too is that you, you know this is where you use treats like crazy for a case like this because because men need to. Make friends with him. Yeah. And so so a man okay. cannot come up to this dog and say, sit, sit, I told you to yeah. sit. Yeah. Just use a treat. It will keep everything on and, a yeah, and I'm not a, Yeah, I'm not a treat person, and that, but that's exactly that you hit the nail on the head. But sometimes the dogs are so bent out of shape, they won't even take the treat. It's like, just leave me alone. I'm, I'm on a mission here. And But then eventually, uh, and also too, you never, when you never approach this personality of a dog straight on. That puts mm-hmm. him on the defense. You turn sideways. You give a side profile to that dog, a total side profile. Profile, or if your body is facing them, your head is sideways and you're looking out of the corner of your eye and you never extend your arm out into the face and space of this kind of personality. What you do is okay. you flip it towards them, but you never, because the minute your hand comes out towards them, they're going to go on the defense. All right. And the dog most of the time will circle around and try to bite you from the back. And so then you circle around with them, but side profile, side profile, whether it be your whole body profile, this dog, whoever's going to wind up with this dog, what they should do is uh, look at the book, Calming Signal. Signals, calming right. signals from Turid Rigas, and that will help a lot to understand too. So, mm-hmm. but this dog oh, can be—it's yeah. never going to be a super super friendly dog. But boy, you can take no. him, you can talk him off the cliff here of him being just a totally you know jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like you remember yeah. that little terrier Ariel. Yeah, and Ariel was very what? aggressive towards men. The mm-hmm. first day I yeah. had her. She bit three men, <laughs> one of whom was my husband, who never forgave her. Yeah. <laughs> one was some poor guy who was just heading for the bathroom. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I brought her to work with me every day, and it became this great game for clients to try to give her treats. And, like, you know, every, every now and then somebody would say, oh, she took a treat for yeah. me today. Yeah. And she gradually learned that people Are good. didn't suck so bad, yeah. and they came with treats. Right. Well, and that's that too. I've suggested now. I got. I went out and bought the treats myself, and actually, I bought the joint uh, supplement treat for this dog. And because he's older, and so sure. I make him sit. I have him sit. Good, and he does. Mm-hmm. So, and they never have treats for him. Yep. But then know? also too, like when you go on, a, when you're walking this dog, he is not to be walked, you know, let's scanning in front of you. He has to walk okay. with you. He's, he, you've got to build, uh, you know, a pack ordership, leadership here. All right. Okay. And, okay. And, and are you opposed, Katie, to the, uh, 
the remote training. No, at every call, but that's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't jump on board this way. No, right or right. You got to start winning, showing him. You know, they, the e collar has his place in the training world, but you just sure. don't come out with that right now. He, there, you got a lot of work to do, and that will be the yeah. last step if it's needed. All right, but okay. like the electronic collars, I am not. You know, they do have their place in the training world, but it's remote. Like right. usually, as dogs that are barking in the backyard, you know, then need a bark collar because you can't. By the time you open the door, they shut up anyway. <laughs> but the thought, yeah. So, yeah. So the thing is, is that no, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, good groundwork and such like that, and that would be the last resort. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see the reason to put him down just because of his aggressiveness. It's just me. In, in my mind, is that that's a bad pet parent, and the training, when she had the time to do the training, um, it didn't follow through, and so those were my suggestions, but she talked to the vet, too, and the vet gave her suggestions, mm. same as I did, but then the last resort was to put the dog down because she kept saying he's unpredictable. Uh-huh. Well, you know, that, that is if a dog, but they're, they're usually, what if you start the organization and start the training and you get them organized, you know what I mean? Then you start looking at that, you know, now he's starting to think, starting to hold a thought, starting to focus, you know, he's doing things for you. You know what I mean? They're, you know, somebody yeah. is just looking at them while they're unpredictable. Well, what are you doing about it? Are you just letting them be unpredictable? <laughs> well, the other thing too is I that, told her yeah. to think like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Right. People, people who are not observant people who are not looking at their dogs and people like that book calming signals is yeah. worth its weight in gold and it's a tiny little book yeah but people who don't oh. learn dog body language and don't look at their dogs they do find their dogs unpredictable yes they do that's yeah. kind of like if what? i didn't ever look at you to see what you were thinking and see if you were coming at me yeah you would be unpredictable <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah and i i do that a lot when i'm taking care of clients animals i watch every move they make and sure. I report to them that, oh, there's something's not right with the dog, mm-hmm. you right. know. And so I watch, I pay attention. And that's just because I love animals. Yep. But yep. people who have animals don't pay a lot of attention to their animals. Well, no, they, they just, just want them to be. The dog. Yep. Well, people have animals for all kinds of reasons, right? Yeah. Yeah. So sure. anyway, yeah. but you're a good, good one. Job. Keep yeah. Awesome. So hopefully this you've helped this dog, and the dog can go on to be a, a better uh, canine citizen. Okay. I I am happy that that somebody stepped up to the plate to fostering. Excellent. You know. Yeah. Keep keep us in the loop. Okay. Okay. Thank you guys. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. That time. Yeah. I mean. You guys did. This was is. That? I had something caught in my throat. Okay. Um, this is the time that we just have to talk up okay. until I... Well, then remember, we're, we're looking for a five-pound chihuahua that was uh, headed e- that uh, in Minneapolis. They saw it off of 82nd and 15th Avenue. Is that right? So Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, keep your eyes out. And with any dogs, don't chase them. Just sit down, have something real good and smelly, and just wait for them to come to you, okay? Keep your back to them. Don't face them because that makes them confrontational. Okay, why did the farmer have a needle and thread? Why did the farmer have a needle and thread? We'll let you know.